Welcome to Episodes in Troubled Thinking, a podcast that explores the inside-out nature of life and how our thinking often gets us in trouble. This podcast is a collaboration between two transformative coaches, yours truly, Antti Vanhanen from Finland and Steven Nash from the UK. On this podcast, we take turns coaching each other on various topics and occasionally we'll discuss broader topics about being human. Without further ado, here are your hosts, Antti and Steve. Welcome to Episodes in Troubled Thinking, episode 48, starring me, Steve M. Nash, and my co-host, Antti Vanenen. Hello, Antti. Hello, Steve. I think that's probably my best ever introduction, so it's going to go downhill from now on. <clears throat> yeah, we, we might have to just reuse that one from in the future. <laughs> Indeed. And um, I see that we're going to be talking about facts. Facts today. And that facts is an interesting word. <clears throat> I was having a conversation with a friend of a friend um, sh- who was suffering, uh, suffering some form of emotional turmoil. Um, uh, another person was feeling very hostile towards them and feeling unhappy. And I told this person, <clears throat> just because it seems like a fact to me, I told this person that you're not responsible for how someone else feels. You're not responsible for how someone else feels. And I didn't really, I kind of just said it, you know, because it's true. And it made a huge difference to this person. They really, I could see that a load was lifted off their shoulders. And it made me think, what else could we talk about that has a similar impact? Or or, or even what else is a fact what else is a fact maybe you've always known it is a fact or maybe it's only recently since coming across this understanding so that's my fact yeah well I have a fact for you Um, before we started talking you said that Newcastle United had never won the Premier League but they actually have won it five times (laughs) and the last time they did it though was in 1927 so it's been a while and uh, so anyways, that's a fact I just wanted to throw out there and, and get that out of the way. And, and now we can focus on more, perhaps, spiritual matters. Uh, well, okay, well, I'm a pedant. They've never won the Premier League. They may have won the English Football League, but that's not quite the same thing. But right. Touché. When did it change? Touche. Oh, 25 years ago, I think. Okay, All right. Uh, I didn't know that. That's interesting. Yeah. So do you have another fact? I, well, I could also say like how many times they won the FA Cup, but I don't think people <laughs> want to know. Quite a few. Yeah. Um, well, it, it, this is an interesting one because I, I read this book. Um, trying to remember which which um, Krishnamurti or, or, or by someone uh, similar, and and it was called "I Am That." Do you, are you uh, familiar with that? I have that book. book. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's a fascinating Nisa, book. Nisa, Nisa, Nisagati, Nisa, Nisa That's Gatia, right. Yeah. Long name. Yeah, it's it's those um, somehow all the all the kind of like yogis that kind of become internationally known out of India, they tend to have like the just the hardest names. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's, it's almost like a like a prerequisite that they become they become internationally known. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You've got no chance, Antivanan. 
No, I, mine's not. It's just, you know, just Van Halen, and I say just write it together, and the L is an N. And, so uh, his name is Nisa Gadatta Maharaj. Yeah, Nisa Gadatta Maharaj. I am that. Yeah, I'm going to ask you again in about 10 minutes and you will not have a clue how to say that. No, I'm really <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, so, so he, he wrote this interesting book called I Am That. And basically, it, it, it's his own exploration. Basically, he's just meditated on the idea like, what am I? Who am I? Yeah. And, you know, he could tell like, yes, there is an I. There's something that's aware. Uh, I am that I exist and then what else can you say after that that is really real and and permanent and and the more he thought about it he saw that what he really is is he's just awareness and and that was like the only thing that he felt that he could say and that's kind of what the whole book is about I am that I am that which I am and, and so anyway, that's a fact that, that uh, immediately sprung to mind. Uh, so you're stuff. saying that you don't exist and neither do I. And neither does anybody listening to this. Well, it, it's kind of like the, you know, we've talked about the self in previous episodes. But, but the way it seems to me at the moment is that uh, the I, the anti, it or he exists when I think about him. And then whenever I'm absorbed doing other things... He's not there. It's just that when I think about it again, you know, like think about him again, then the thought tries to convince me that, oh, but he was there the whole time. Yeah. Yes. But he really wasn't. That is the ultimate fact. And I think you've, you've trumped all of my facts with this. this, <laughs> this uh, there, there's no one here. Oneness is all... Yeah, so this will be the shortest podcast really? ever. We're at five <laughs> yes. and a half minutes. Let's just, uh, maybe we can talk about the World Cup some more. And, uh, uh, yes. Like so, we just spent half so, an hour before we started talking about that. So, so I am seeing that as a fact more and more. And I watched a very interesting video uh, about an hour ago where I really, and he was talking about um, this very thing that you're talking about, the oneness mm-hmm. of life. Or there is, there is only one, um, but I'm seeing it more and more. But given that sometimes I don't see it, and I believe in myself and my personality, and I, do you have any other facts on a, a more modest scale <laughs> that, that might serve the imaginary eye? Like I have one. Uh, so this is like um, uh, like a truism of the three principles of understanding. Um, mm. you're living in the feeling of your thinking in the moment not your circumstances living in the mm. feeling of your thinking yeah so that is a fact however given your fact there's, there is no you or there is no I mm. but, but I have found it useful I still find it useful when I'm believing in myself and that is most of the time and then I feel something horrible and then I'm blaming this person because they said this or th- this future event. I'm seeing through that more and more and I come back to, oh no, there's just some thought. This is just thought. This is just thought. It's nothing. Mm. It's, not, it's not that person. It's not the future. 
It's not the past. It's just thought in the moment. And I yeah. find that a useful fact. Hmm. Given that I'm believing in myself. Yeah. And, Again. And, and I think that's the whole point. That, you know, if you, if you go see a movie, uh, you want the movie to be so realistic and, and, and so compelling that you forget it's a movie. Right? That your disbelief is suspended. Yes, indeed. And because I mean, and if you watch the movie with somebody who's constantly going like, ah, oh, like you can just totally tell that you know it was it was a bunch of bunch of like um, uh, shitty screenwriters just trying to come up with like some meaningful dialogue. You know, you can just totally tell this isn't this isn't really real. It doesn't flow. Or say, look at that special effect. You can totally see that's a green screen. And he would constantly be pointing out how it's a movie that is not yeah, real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd hate. He would, it would totally ruin the experience of the movie and I think that's kind of the same thing with life that yes it's it's in many cases useful to realize that that it's a, it's an illusion or a divine dream but a big part of it is also is it's it's compelling for a reason it's so lifelike for a reason and and the idea is that it's the same thing as watching a movie that it's to suspend our disbelief and to get caught up in it because then we get to experience everything the trouble is, a lot of people do not have this understanding of the, watching a movie at mm. all. So there's no awareness of that at all. Yeah. So then it, it, it's just real. And trouble yeah. and problems are real. And other people's behaviours are problems. And other people's values are problems. And, um, and wars happen. <laughs> But is is that a is that a problem in your opinion? No, I'm just saying, I'm just saying that that it's useful to know that it's a, it's a movie, and and if you don't, I can see. Well, you can see, you see what you see right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, well that kind of reminds me that you know of another kind of fact. So it it kind of it kind of fits into what we're talking about is that. I'm seeing more and more for a fact that no emotion can hurt us, no matter how intense it is. Yeah. And that's a difficult one to see because usually when we have an uncomfortable feeling, a so-called negative feeling, like let's say fear or anxiety or insecurity or jealousy or whatever it might be, or, or anger, it's so uncomfortable that we're, we immediately try to avoid it or cope with it or fix it or analyze it, right? So we don't want to, it's so uncomfortable, we don't even want to look at it, we don't want to think about it. So, so it, it remains unexplored, right? And, and it, it seems to me that all fear is based on fear of the unknown, right? So our mind makes it into something Oh, it's really, it's really, you know, bad. But as soon as we start exploring and getting to know it, we realize it's really not nearly as bad as I thought it was. And when, when we kind of start even a little bit to let our, our feelings flow, that we don't, we don't start trying to get rid of uh, the feeling of insecurity or anxiety when, when it comes. And instead we kind of like, well, just let it be. Just a backdrop to whatever I'm doing. 
even if we do that a little bit, we start to realize that, wait a minute, that actually felt better than it ever has before because I wasn't resisting that feeling. I was I was going on regardless. And and to me, that is the pathway that, that we can follow then and really see that, start to explore all our, all, all our feelings more, more fully. And as we do that, we realize that, you know, they're just there to be experienced and they really can't harm us any more than a movie can harm us, no matter how scary it is. Yeah, that's lovely, Auntie. I, I'm sort of reminded of something you said um, early on in our podcast series about um, touching a table every day mm. and just how, just noticing how it wasn't the same experience. Well, it wasn't exactly the same experience. Yeah. Was, was, so you could just touch the table or you could, see, you could say hello to your work colleague or, or your child or you could walk down the street and it every day and it could be exact you'd think oh look it's, this is this is this experience i know what this experience is like this is it's like this and you never see that it's different and yet you decided to just explore oh look it's slightly different every time and yeah it, it reminded yeah. me of that what you were saying just the, this way of exploring being curious about the feelings that are coming up even though yeah. you're saying this is shame or this is anger at my spouse you could you could just forget those labels and just explore it and notice how it's subtly different mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. yeah it, it's an it's fascinating to realize for yourself that it, it really is that that our sensations change from time to time and we we can for example see it with with uh, with food or drink, it's very easy to notice that um, some drink you feel like drinking that. Another moment, you know, you might you think you feel like it and you have it, and it's like, nah, it's not really taste good. But I guess I'll drink it anyway. And other times, you're like, no, I, I really don't want that. Yeah. And but we can always explain that that you know, like maybe it's because we haven't eaten for a long time, or we've just eaten, or or we're a bit dehydrated. We can always explain this way. And. But when, when we start applying this to other aspects of our life, we realize that it's really universal, that it's, it's always a little bit different. It might be 95% different, but that, that, but that 5% is always a little bit somehow different or new or, or unexpected or forgotten. Well, it's probably not even 95, it's probably like 99.99% the same. But the, mm. is the difference is still there and it's a little bit like um the now this this uh, this understanding could be kind of converted into now experiencing the now and there, there's no suffering in the now and yeah. we live in the now all the well, we we only live in the now we only live there but we we and we and it's which is always changing always always changing and we don't appreciate that a lot of the time and, and like it's it's wednesday oh when i know what wednesdays are like and it's it's uh lunchtime for me oh i know what that's like um, mm. and i've got thoughts of wednesday evening or wednesday morning or thursday but it's not none of that's now those are all my little constructs and when i meet somebody a friend i know what they're like I know what conversations we have. I know what conversation we're going to have, and so it's all sort of worked out. 
and I don't meet them in the now and I don't see them new with, with those new eyes and so it's this sort of I don't think we're very good at meeting the moment as if it's new mm. I, I don't think we we do that very often even though it's always new like you're a parent auntie mm. you can see every day your child your children is slightly different every day they're just growing a little bit they're just changing a little bit yeah especially when they're babies yeah and and it's it's just interesting to notice that it's it's all of us every moment like no moments are different there's that book um zen mind beginner's mind and and the idea is just that every moment is unique because it might not be unique for the circumstances but it will be unique in um your experience because you have you're in a different place in your in your consciousness if there's such a thing as a place in consciousness uh you have different thinking in that moment and and so when we become curious about things as if we were seeing them for the first time it's it's amazing what we can see and and i think this applies to so many things uh relationships like seeing your wife that you've been married to for 15 years and you go like oh i know who she is and here we go again or whatever else and you say like no what if i saw her for the first time like what can i see today that i haven't seen before yeah and we always see something and that's what makes it exciting that it doesn't need to be a new person because you know we're not static and and the more we are come from a place of curiosity the more we the more resilient we tend to be of the kind of natural and, and inevitable ups and downs of life indeed and maybe going back to um the oneness fact hmm. the idea of i is um is is a lot of remembered experiences of yourself versus this moment being in this moment uh and meeting it new and not not remembering so if, if 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 you have no memories of 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 yourself then you don't exist this this just now but i yeah. but i know oh i know what i look like and i know what i did a few weeks ago and i know what team i support and I, i know what my values are and my politics and uh what whether i'm homosexual or heterosexual or i like alcohol or i don't all those thoughts they all make up who i think i am hmm. in but in the now without all those thoughts i don't exist as you said you you actually said it better nicer than i did you forget yourself and then you remember yourself again and then here's auntie again oh yeah that's auntie uh, yeah, you forget and yourself and you've disappeared yeah and then you and then when you remember yourself you convince yourself that you were there the whole time exactly exactly It's, yeah. yeah i think david bomb the the physicist he had this great quote that um thought creates the world and then says i didn't do it yeah Yeah, that's a lovely fact as well mm. of how we are in this world. Any other facts that you have on the 
on the top of your head that you'd like to like to share? Oh, I don't have any on the top of my head, but I've written some down. Mm, um, even better. Uh, yes, <laughs> maybe. Uh, I, I have to scan them to see, ooh, which one should I share? Um, you can't do life wrong. I think there's a sense that you can, and we're always trying to do it right. Be yeah. better, have this, change that. So, so tell me more about that one. What does it, what does it kind of um, point to for you? Well, I think it points to my taking my, the foot off the gas pedal and just kind of relaxing into life into this moment a little mm. bit more there's the, I think I, I came into this understanding via self-help and spiritual teachings and I came into self-help and spiritual teachings because of some sort of craving to do life right to to get to get the right relationship to make the relationship work to get to make the right career choices to to earn more money to have more friends you know some kind of heading towards and mm. just this notion of not being able to do life wrong just there's just there's just this person calls himself Steve M. Nash living or being lived through and and bumping into things sometimes flowing other times showing up as he shows up mm. this is like I can do life differently to other people. I can do life differently to how I might want to do life, but I can't do life wrong because it's 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 like a contradiction. Yeah, this is how my life is. So is the is the kind of inherent implication there that you also can't do life better? I think so. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, it's just it's it's not even like a fact. Uh, like I probably wouldn't have said this to my friend, uh, but it, but it's just like something I noticed when I was kind of trying to come up with a few ideas for what facts could be. Um, that one just kind of popped out. Yeah, that 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 kind of um, brings to my mind something that um, another fact that I've been really. exploring for the past week or so is that if there really is no I there there's no auntie you know kind of consciously deciding and, and doing and making all these decisions then who is it that's kind of steering this 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 enterprise you know like me right and it's becoming more and more obvious that that it isn't me. It's I'm I'm guided by whatever this is, right? Like life is just taking me somewhere, and and I'm just witnessing it, like kind of like I'm witnessing a movie. And what that kind of where where this becomes like my my kind of personal um, eureka moment from this for this week is that it really shows me that there's nothing I can do to change things. I can't I can't change myself because I'm not the one that's in control of, of myself. That the only thing that matters is that I that I see 
uh, where I'm coming from. That whatever I see, how clearly I see it or not, how unclearly I see it, determines basically what actions I will I will naturally take. Because we all try to align, we're doing the best we can given the thinking that we have. Yes. So if I if I don't see things clearly, then I will do something that probably is going to cause a lot of suffering and 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 other painful things to myself and to others. You know, like at the moment, as we're recording this, there's the um, the big thing in the news is uh, how the American government and the Trump administration is separating. Uh, children from from their parents like for like immigrants that are trying to come into america and you know it, it uh, i think for for most of us it's like that's that's disturbing like how wrong that is yeah. and just last night i saw that they did uh they had done a big poll of americans about this and what they found was that the vast majority of, of democrats were of the agreement that this is wrong and of the Republicans, half were this is wrong or they didn't they weren't sure. And the other half were of the opinion of Republicans were of the opinion that this is totally justified. This is the right thing to do. Yeah. And you know it, it the, the the this isn't really the point, but I'll say it anyways, just perhaps for, for emphasis sake that this reminds me of nineteen twenty nine Germany. When, when uh, a big part of the population started seeing that people who are different aren't, aren't human and they don't need to be treated humanely. Yeah. And we kind of saw where, where, you know, where that went. Yeah. You know, that this isn't something that's just totally harmless. And what it, what it just shows is that we can, we can get so caught up in our own thoughts when we don't know that thoughts aren't real. If we believe all of our thoughts then we can we can really go down a, a slippery road and so so that's what i'm seeing that the more clearly i can see what's happening the more naturally i i align with life i i make better decisions whoever this i is and i enjoy life more so does, that, it, does that mean yeah. how, how, is that seeing life more clearly is that seeing you less clearly you know like whoever auntie is I don't know if it's like less clearly. I think it's more like like seeing that it that Anti is just an avatar that my mind created, so to speak. Right. Okay. That that he isn't a real entity, so he can never be threatened, and he doesn't need to be maintained and worried about what others think of him. Yeah. I mean, sure, there's. It's not like I'm completely devoid of those those things, and that I'll just go, you know, outside wearing underwear on the on the top of my pants because it seemed like a good idea. Like you know, I'm. Or, or give up alcohol, for example. Oh yeah, indeed. Although I just have, I just have for for at least for a little bit. Okay. Fine. I, I started the day before the World Cup started because I wasn't feeling so great. And I figured maybe that'll help. Okay. And I also gave up sugar and salt at the same time. Just let's see what happens. Oh, okay. Well, bad example, but never mind. Yes, indeed, <laughs> indeed. But you know, like I don't think it's going to last very long. Certainly not with the with the alcohol stuff. So, so no, because the the avatar called Auntie quite likes alcohol. Yeah, he, he seems this to, one, yes. Yeah. Uh, it's not so much that he likes alcohol. I think he just really enjoys enjoying a beer with friends. Yeah. 
that's what it is. He's 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 not a, somebody who drinks to get drunk. He just enjoys a beer or two with with uh, in good company and uh, or or a glass of wine. That's that's kind of more more what 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 this anti avatar guy is about with alcohol. Yes. For the most part, there are some exceptions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I hear it. Yeah, but it 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 just it just shows me uh, so when we don't see like what's happening and we really think that everything that we we see that are this reality that we see that it's really real then then we can end up doing really bad things and as you know it's it's relatively easy and straightforward to to help another like one other person see it if they want to see it right but it's challenging how do you make millions of people see it who don't see it I have no clue. At the moment. Yeah, not at the moment, certainly. And if I if I did, I'd start a new business in, on the moment or a foundation or something and, and off I would go. I think the answer is listen. Listen to infant intelligence and maybe you'll hear something or maybe it's not you that gets to do that. Yeah. Who knows? Um. Yeah. Part of me almost thinks that it has to be something dressed up in the kind of things that they like you know like let's say let's say the people who think that this is okay to do this with kids and and to really frame it from their perspective and then somehow spin it towards the end so that they see the so that they see like the the absurdity of it i don't know just well it's to me it's a level it's a raising conscious consciousness gig it's not like it's get get out of the problem and raise consciousness and then once you've raised consciousness people will see stuff differently all over the place Mm. and i think perversely or maybe not so perversely i think donald trump serves a much greater uh is a much greater of, of much greater value to 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 the world right now than people realize because he's kind of he's doing the opposite of what a lot of quote right-minded people would think he he's showing people what matters and uh i'd say watch this space i think he might actually be able to create an opposite and maybe even a desire to how can we you know, like you've just said, how can I get people to see that this is crazy? That's a great question to ask. Mm. You know, ra- that rather than just point your finger and go shout and be really horrible to people that have, that see things differently to you, because you you are seeing that they they see things differently. Yeah. That's all it is. It's a it's a seeing things differently problem. Yeah. They think to separate parents from children, they don't see a problem with that, and you're going, how can they not? But you're also seeing that they that's how they see it. And they're probably right minded people, loving people, you know? Mm. Family minded people. And yet they can see it's okay. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? That's fascinating. I had a I had a very interesting um, conversation with a client several years ago. We had little we had interesting little riffs we did. Um I remember her telling me, and she kind of got the understanding, and I could really see that she'd got it, and she was kind of teaching me, and I was teaching her. It was fascinating. And she she had sort of little moments of bliss where she'd sort of be in the world, and she'd, she worked in a supermarket, and she'd have these conversations with people, and she could really see 
she could see people as she saw them as levels of consciousness mm. she could see that so the higher level of consciousness things weren't bothering them and the lower levels of consciousness everything was bothering them and she could yeah. just she could see through the people how they looked the problems and she was just seeing levels of consciousness and I thought wow that's incredible to be able to see to look at people like that mm. to see it to, just to see that to see it yeah interesting I like that yeah yes and and maybe that's what's going on with um, with this thing that's just happened with Donald Trump I mean I did hear on the news today that his approval rating is high as high as Reagan or Obama so for yeah. some people he's really doing the right thing yeah and for so, you know, you could say, well, he's crazy, and what 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 must he be thinking? But you can also see he's making a difference in North Korea. You know, there's like, how can how can his his uh, his his way be the right way? How can his he doesn't he's not sort of he's not a very good negotiator. He's not uh, he, he's, there's no calmness with him. He he's all sort of he's, he's a child, and yet the child is managing to achieve things some positive things it's, it's like the gift of being human we all have our values and we all have our strengths and our weaknesses we're all able to create something lovely and wonderful and we're all able to destroy things too we all have that in us and it, I, I find it fascinating I have a since coming across this understanding I have a deeper faith in humanity despite all of the crazy things we've done we have done we will be doing despite all that i have a deeper faith in humanity because because mm. of this understanding because of how we work i kind of see that love is there love is there in all of us it might not show up as much as we'd like it to it might not show up as much as i'd like it to in me but it's yeah. there and i'm i look for that i'm looking for that a lot more Hmm, I like that. What a what a what a great way to look at things, Steve. I have my good days, Auntie. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Should we is um I think that might be a good place to, to wrap up this episode. A little rambling, but yes. Thank you yeah. for sharing what you see too and the oneness of everything is kind of where it's all leading. Absolutely. Mm. And um, just uh, just just in case you were wondering, the number is six. It's it's six FA Cups that that Newcastle United has won over the years. Okay, and that name again, Nissa Gadata Maharaj. I am well that. Done. And well how do done. you say your name, Auntie? How complicated is it? Auntie Van Hannen. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I can see you on Oprah Winfrey anytime soon. I really can. Yeah, it's going to be tough. <laughs> Thank you, Auntie. Thank you, Until Steve. Until next time. We've yeah. been listening to episodes in Trouble Thinking about facts. I don't know mm. what we'll be talking about next time, mm. but we will be talking. That's a fact. Thank you for listening to episodes in Troubled Thinking. If you've enjoyed our podcast, 
We would really appreciate it if you took a minute to leave an honest review on iTunes because this will help other listeners discover us as well. We hope you have a great week and we'll be back with a brand new episode next week.